Alright, so uh, we're going to do our top movie villains of all time. Top five movie villains. But there are a couple of rules. It can't be a monster. Um, and it can't be any kind of technology. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut one out, but we'll, I'll be, I have a whole list. I have backups. Uh, I have my top, so I have my top five. They're kind of like a mix between, because I have like two lists in my head where it's like the best movie villains of all time and then my favorite movie villains of all time, which mm. don't exactly all match up. Let's go with what we think are the best. And also, they can't be an anti-hero. Like, all right. It can't be like Patrick, Patrick Bateman because he's the lead of the movie. I'm gonna have to take get rid of two two characters. I then. told you no antiheroes. He's not an antihero. He's yeah, not a he's, hero. He's an antihero. How is he an antihero? Because he's he's the opposite of a hero, but he's the lead of the movie. I, no, but an antihero is like a vigilante esque kind of character. Like no, he no, saves no, no. people. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, an antihero is any kind of like lead in a film who is the lead character and you root for them, but they're not a good person. That's what an antihero is. Okay. Yeah, but. He's not the villain of the movie. Alright. Like, who's the villain in American Psycho? Oh, he's the villain. No, he's not. Who's the antagonist that's stopping him? That's what a villain is. The antagonist that's stopping the lead or leads from achieving their goal. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll take him out of the list and now, we, yeah. I just didn't think of him as an anti-hero, but now I do. Alright, alright, alright. Yeah, I, I can fix this list. Yeah, I'm just saying, it, for this list, it can't, they, can't, they have to be like... The villain, the antagonist of the movie. Okay, gotcha. All right, should we just go back and forth with in our mem- members of our lists? Yeah. All right, I got Anton Sugar from No Country for Old Men. Pulls out his flip phone. You couldn't even write this down. You need to pull out your you flip phone. Out your phone. I have a smartphone like a like a normal human being. It's, it's really <laughs> an extra second to look at mine. I just figured you would have written on a typewriter if you have a flip phone over there. <laughs> Surprised you didn't etch this in stone. Did you find a rock outside? <laughs> Do you engrave this on wood? Pulls out a flip phone for a list. Uh, fuck yourself. Did you have Anton Sugar on your list? Of course I did. All right, cool. All right, Anton Sugar. Do you want to read your list and I'll read my list? So I have Anton Sugar, Hans Landa from um, Inglorious Bastards. I've heard of that movie. Joker in the Dark Knight Joker, not any other Joker. Darth Vader... From Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then, well, I had Terminator. And I also had Patrick Which Bateman. Terminator? The Terminator. So for, the Arnold one? The original Terminator. Uh-huh. Not when he's a good guy. Terminator. You're not the T2 Terminator? No, no, no. T1. The liquid metal one? No, no, T1 Terminator. <laughs> but I have to eliminate him because he can't be technology, apparently. Wait, no, no. Well, I'd say that counts. That counts. Oh, it counts? I meant like Hal 9000. Oh. No, nah, I wouldn't pick Hal. No. Yeah. Um... Because Hal couldn't help himself. That's yeah. just what he's programmed to do. Mm. All right, so all right, so I can keep Terminator. Yeah, you can keep Terminator. So, ter- so I got Anton Chigurh, Hans Landa, Joker from the Dark Knight, Darth Vader, and then the Terminator. It's my list. It's a good list. Thank you. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> my list is uh, Anton Chigurh, uh, Hannibal Lecter, Alonzo Harris from Training Day. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a really good choice. Yeah. Uh, Hans Landa, and then Bill the Butcher. From games. Oh, Bill the Butcher. Yeah. See, the problem with picking the top movie villains is so many good ones. Yeah, like, cool. I, I have 20 on, on my phone, on my notes, and I just couldn't pick the top five. Mm. And I was just going through them at all, but I didn't even think of Bill the Butcher yeah, at all. That movie. And I didn't even think of Alonzo. Well, the way I was approaching it is, is, is does this character, like, can this mo- movie really work without this character in it? And it's like, does this character um, 
excel the movie to a completely new height because of their presence. You yeah. Know what I mean? Do you want to go through each of our, our five? Yeah. All right. So Anton Sugar, we came yeah, in. Yeah, we both have him. So. All right. So I, I wouldn't say he's my – my list is not in like an order of ranking. It's just like my top five. I just didn't yeah, know see. where to rank it. But Anton Sugar, I think, is one of the greatest movie villains in, in story in general because the book is so good. And I think the movie did an amazing job of... The, of rep- the movie's literally page to page. Legit, page they did such page. an amazing job yeah. adapting it. And then Anton Chigurh is just this amazing villain and character of just pure evil and like darkness in the world. And you can see where he's just like, his skin looks gray. He's got this weird haircut. It looks like he's not even of this world. Yeah. He doesn't even look like he's human. Mm-hmm. And then just his complete... Lack of mercy and empathy for human beings, yeah. and to get what he wants. He, he clearly he doesn't fit in with anything. Absolutely, yeah. At all. Yeah, the haircut is clear of that. Yeah, the haircut they found in a in a mag in a book or a magazine from like the nineteen fifties, and um, the Coens saw a picture of a a guy with that weird haircut, and then they were like, "That's the look. We're cutting his hair like that." Mm-hmm. But Javier Bardem hated it because um, he said when he was offset. No matter how he changed, how he did the hair, it always looked awful. Oh, those, those so bangs are terrible. They, whenever they went out, he's like, no, I, there's no way the girls could even talk to me. <laughs> I'm sure he's just mostly wearing a hat. <laughs> I mean, he's got a messed up face anyways, but he's a very looking, good looking guy uh, without the hair like that. Mm-hmm. But man, that character's amazing. He's the perfect uh, opposite to Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, chaos to, to order. But know? I think that particular version was such a so different from what anyone had expectations for, which is why I think it struck such a big chord with people. Yeah. It was a, it, he was a pop culture sensation. Yeah. You know what I mean? It still is. Yeah. Even even with Joker, even with Jared Leto's version of Joker, which is terrible. It's garbage, dude. Fuck that. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Maybe made me want to puke. Oh, so God. bad. So stupid. He stole that look, too. He stole, like, the look of the tattoos and stuff. There's, oh. this, there's this rapper guy... He has like almost identical tattoos to him. Like a smiley face tattoo? Yeah, like all that stuff. He really? copied the look. So he stole the look. And then with like the, the, the grills and the neon green hair. I mean, I know you want to do something different with it, but I just didn't think it worked. And the whole point of the Joker is he should be the main villain of the movie. And they didn't use that in that movie. He, he, his storyline in that movie was like, what, what even was it? Why isn't he the main villain in the movie? Instead of like this... There's a giant god thing, like, villain guy. Like, it was like, yeah. no, it was an evil fairy. Yeah, and, but then she like woke up to like the ancient giant guy and then they had a fight. I was like, so what is dumb. this movie? movie's terrible. Suicide Squad. Oh my god. But um, that's my favorite version of the Joker. And I just didn't, I didn't pick that because... Um, Too cliche? Not the cliche, but like that Joker is bigger than one character, you know. Yeah. Okay. He's so done. It's yeah. been done so many times. Yeah. I get that. Uh, yeah, that's actually a good reason not to pick him. Yeah. But I think because he did such a, a good job and unique job that it's okay, mm-hmm. an iconic thing. All right, let's move on. Uh, do you want to do one of yours or one of mine? Hannibal Lecter. I have him. He's my. He's in my backups. He's your backup. He's on you my. Make the cut. He's on my bench. He's not a starter. I I didn't pick him because I didn't. Uh, I probably should have, but I don't know. When was the last time you saw Silence of the Lambs? Like a year ago. You need to watch it again. I've, I've seen it. Like, that's an amazing movie. Yeah, He's know. so good. And because I love serial killers, so it's mm-hmm. weird that I wouldn't pick him. He's the ultimate serial killer. I guess he I, he might sh- he probably should be in, in my list, probably, but I don't know. I, I'm telling you, every time I watch that movie and he's on screen and it's just, you can't, like, you, I feel like my eyes get wider. Yeah, same thing, with, Dark, I mean? same thing with Joker. Yeah. It's just like complete magnet. 
and nothing he, like it. And he's just so like so brilliant in that movie. Like the way he talks and moves, and um, apparently he doesn't blink once in the movie. That's what I heard, at but all. I haven't like looked at it yeah. when I'm watching it. I haven't, I haven't watched it looking for it, but I believe it. Like if you think about it, like he his eyes are always just like. That's probably one of the most the best acting performances of all time. I think so. Yeah, probably is. I mean, he's only in the movie for not even twenty minutes. And he won an Oscar. It's amazing. He's so good in that movie. He's very he creepy. He improvised a lot too, and um, kept Jodie Foster on her feet. And she and he's probably the best. It's probably the best serial killer portrayed in in film. I think so. Probably. But he's the, he's I, he's like the he's the most intelligent villain I think there has ever been on. Yeah, like on he's film. like genius intellect. And like he like how he manages to escape such strict severe custody mm-hmm. you know what I mean and, and fools the SWAT team mm-hmm. um, with the whole elevator trick and it's just like when he when it's revealed that he's in the ambulance and there's like the EMT in the ambulance and you're he, like oh he, fuck and he jumps and he moves up yeah oh my god it's like it's like a monster movie almost when, yeah. he, when he moves up it's like a Mike Myers yeah movie. he is like a monster yeah but he's not but the thing is like Mike Myers just doesn't do anything except walk and kill people yeah but, but Hannibal Lecter is a monster, but he's he's his intellect is so superior to everyone. His character is so good in Silence of the Lambs that I've never been interested in seeing Hannibal. I yeah, I've only seen Hannibal a couple of times. It really Scott made it. It's good, but it's not on even next. I've never been interested in seeing it because like why? Why do I have to see that? I mean, yeah. there's no way they can even come close to what they did with Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And the character is just like yeah, it'd be cool to see it again. But I I mean, I'll, maybe I'll see it someday. But I've just never been like eh, I want to see Hannibal so bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen Red Dragon a few times. Mm-hmm. He's in that a little bit, but. Hannibal I never really saw but one of my favorite things about the character is how cultured he is and how much he loves art mm-hmm. and music music and the art and music he likes is just it's very classical it's very um, like renaissance and he loves he likes the finer things in life kind of like Hans Landa yeah he likes he likes it like exquisite food so he's got like impeccable taste and he's very refined but he's a fucking sociopath yeah it's such an ironic character he's such a maniac because you think like oh what could this guy accomplish if he was normal yeah. not a psychopath i mean he's a doctor mm-hmm. he's a psychiatrist right yeah or something like that yeah man it's a good it's a good choice yeah. i should probably put him in my top five he should be your, one of your starters yeah i should probably put him in the starting lineup I'll, he should be playing shooting guard if i like replace like terminator with him maybe i don't know <laughs> i love terminator though i know the terminator is great so can we talk about the terminator might as well so yeah he's technology you know, fucking, fucking forget it no <laughs> The Terminator is like the most, in terms of movies, the most badass villain of all time. Like this insta- unstoppable monster robot, and and he's just like destroying the world. Everything he sees, he he destroys, and he looks like you can't stop this thing. Mm-hmm. And no it's matter what you do, so him. terrifying. He just keeps coming. He's worse than Mike Myers. He's so <laughs> like the first time you see that movie, it's like almost like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And every every time you see him. You're just freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And then you just even had like so many one-liners too, like Asta La Vista and I'll be back. Like it's Asta La Vista isn't number two. Is it? Yeah. So well, I'll, all right, well, I'll be back. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah. It's just amazing. And then like did such a good job with like the like the the uh the minor the little robotic face thing he's wearing where he's like doing surgery on himself. Then mm-hmm. when you finally see his, his red eye. Yeah, he's such a freak. I remember as a kid seeing him cutting his face open and repairing yeah. himself. And I was like, oh my god. Because yeah. It's not until you see his robotic parts that you don't feel like he's not human. Mm. You know he's not human, but then when you start seeing the robotics inside of him and he mm. starts tearing himself apart. And that that ending in the factory where he's where um, she's crawl Sarah Connor's crawling 
through that little crawl space and he's like crawling after. Oh, when he's full robot yeah, after the fire. I, I remember being horrified by that as a kid. Yeah. And he's like getting so close to her, and then it, she slams the machine down just as his hand like grabs her shirt. Yeah. And then it stops. Like when he sheds all of his human tissue and yeah. and body, it's just so terrifying. And the stop motion looks good. It, it looks look, yeah. It doesn't look awful. They did an amazing job with yeah. that movie. It's so freaking good. Mm. You know who was gonna who's. <laughs> Supposed to be the Terminator. Who? Um, what's his name? The running back who went, who got convicted, for uh, who went to prison. What's his name? Who, Adrian Peterson. No, 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 the murderer. The running, the running back. O.J. Oh, Simpson. O.J. Simpson. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, he was supposed to be. He was James Cameron's first choice. No fucking way. Yeah. Maybe because he met him, he's like, wow, this guy has nothing behind his eyes. <laughs> He'd be perfect as a as an emotionless yeah. killer. O.J. Was, was originally supposed to be the Terminator. And they were looking at Arnie as um, John Connor. That wouldn't have no, worked. No, not John Connor, but um, what's what's Michael Bean's in the character? Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> so imagine OJ is uh, OJ is the Terminator. Yeah. What the fuck? That would have been ridiculous. <laughs> but it's just so weird that he meets OJ. He's like, oh, he's yeah. great. He's, was he acting in movies? He was in acting in movies. Yeah. 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 He's in a few, a few movies. I mean, he's a huge star. He was, he was a star. He was a star in the world. Yeah, he's a big star back then. That's nuts. But yeah, Terminator, because I mean, it's such a great character. They're still trying to make it in every year, every couple of years. Yeah, that's just a fascinating story. It's, it's always fun to watch those the first couple of movies. Yeah, but just like just pure destruction. And oh man, I love him. It's such a good movie. The first one. The second one's great too. Yeah. But yeah. The second one's the great sequel. Yeah. All right, who else we got? One of yours? Bill the Butcher. Bill the Butcher. I can't believe I didn't think of this and we talked about it the other we day. Just, yeah, we were just talking about him. Yeah. Well, I think I think he's one of the most entertaining characters just generally on ever on film. Not just a villain, but 100% he's just, agree. He's so great to watch and Daniel Day obviously crushes it. Um, but everything about him, like his look, his mannerisms, his voice is so interesting. And um it's, it was a fascinating uh, time um, in America that people don't really know about those uh, those huge gangs back then that were so violent and. Well, they were sensa- it was sensationalized in the movie, but yeah. for sure it was, it was oh, yeah, pretty it was, bad. It was rough, like constantly fighting for territory. We're very lucky to be living in the time we're living yeah. in. People don't realize how yeah. lucky we are. Yeah. And the world was, was savage really until like nineteen twenty. Yeah. It was savage. Yeah. We're uh, we're very lucky, and lucky <laughs> we don't realize that. But uh, he like his outfits and Daniel Day Lewis's hair is always so greasy, dirty. Like I said, there's no there's no way Daniel Day Lewis took one shower during production of that entire movie. There's no way he was using shampoo. There's no, no. way he was using deodorant. No. I'm sure no. he smelled like shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he probably tried to kill some people to get the feel for it. And his, his mustache is insane. It's the best mustache. But um, I think it beats the the there will be blood mustache for sure. Mustache wise, yeah, probably, hmm. maybe they're just different, different hmm. times. But he's such a killer, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he has principles, you know, and he's loyal to. He has rules. Yeah, he has rules and he has principles, and he believes in things. Mm-hmm. And he he really believes that he's on the right side of everything. Mm-hmm. Um. But um, it's and he he produces like fierce loyalty among his men, mm-hmm. and he, it's like almost like he's a war general. Kind of, you know yeah. What I mean, yeah, but it's all—it's mostly built on fear. Yeah. Because he's just the total alpha. Mm-hmm. Everyone's scared of this guy, and he'll kill anybody at, at any means to get to keep the fear and to keep the power. And he's more powerful than the mayor of the city. Yeah. 
But he's also dirty too. The way he kills Brendan Gleeson from behind his back. Yeah. So he's like, he's not fully. Uh, he's. He, I don't think he believes in in honor as much as the other side of the uh, the conflict believes mm-hmm. in honor, mm-hmm. like Leo and those guys. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, he doesn't always fight fair. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of villains don't fight fair. It's mm-hmm. a good point though. Man, what a good. It's a good choice. But it, it's a timely, um, still a timely story based on prejudice, um, because they were the natives are extremely prejudiced against immigrants yeah i mean the irish italians yeah. portuguese anyone who came into america in the 19th or 20th century treated like scum mm-hmm. until about like the 1940s yeah really they were completely treated like the, dirt until the industrial revolution was going on for a couple of decades yeah irish italians couldn't get jobs these people couldn't get jobs nobody could mm. treated like horrible people it's a time like some i think the poverty level was at 80 percent i believe that like the horrible poverty, 80% of the population. Again, we're so lucky to be alive <laughs> right now. The greatest time to ever live in the United States. Mm. Holy crap. Man, people don't even know. All right, who we got next? I got one more on my list. So I got... One more starter? Darth Vader! <laughs> I was got—I was not going to pick him. I didn't pick him. Because of Star Wars, and it's just so overblown right now in our world, in our face. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Disney, Disney, Disney. Mm. But I was thinking about it, and I'm just like... What other villain has a theme song that anyone, pretty much anyone in the world that has a TV can think of yeah. and can sing? It's probably the most uh, recognizable theme in all cinema. Probably It's up yeah. there for sure. And it just made me think, like, he's such a powerful character. And although you don't really get in-depth of his psyche until later on in, like, episodes one through three when you learn about, you mm-hmm. know, um, Anakin. Yeah, yeah. And then when they recently had, like, they showed how badass he was in that scene in, in Rogue One, in Rogue yeah. one where he that killed all the people. Scene. So you can finally see what he does because he really doesn't really fight anybody until he fight at all. until he fights like, Luke. It, well, he fights Obi Wan, but it's like two old guys. Yeah, like, it's like play. yeah, but you, I'll show you later. There's some guys. I've seen it. They, they redid re- yeah. re- it. It's very cool. Yeah, it they did a really good, good job. Yeah. But because like he was such a robotic kind of guy, but like still his 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 power and the complete opposite of the Force and the dark side and. He, he's just too iconic, I think, not to put on the list of top villains of all time. Yeah, he, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think he's in the first scene of Star Wars, A New Hope. It's him and Leia, and he blows up the planet. I think that's the first scene. I think so, too. I haven't yeah. seen it in a while. Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure that's the first. So it's a great way to open the, the movie with, like... Oh, it's when he captures the ship and captures her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is the first scene. And then scene. he blows up the planet, and she's like, no, my yeah. planet. But, um, yeah, man. And then it's kind of like that thing... Where Ridley Scott says, "Don't show the monster too often." Mm. With Darth Vader, you don't show what he can really do. But no, you don't know. But the thing is, you don't. They don't show what he looks like until the third movie. True. Too. Yeah. So it's like there's always that. There's a lot of like ambiguity and curiosity about him um, until you see him revealed in the in the third of the original trilogy, where it's like, what's he look like? Who yeah. is he? And like, what's he actually really sound like? Because this is like a robotic, um, aided uh, voice machine. Yeah, there's then, a lot of mystery behind him. Yeah, a lot of mystery. And you don't find out things until later on, and then, like, you kind of just... You, th- what's not a mystery are his intentions mm-hmm. and how evil he is. Yeah. And that's not a mystery, but everything else kind of is. And he's got that iconic look with that that mask and the helmet. Um, I think the Kylo Ren one looks cooler, too, actually. No, the Kylo Ren helmet's pretty dope. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Sick. But, I mean, Darth Vader was in the 70s, so yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. It's a little cheesier. It's, it's always funny to like think like that movie 
it could have been so bad. Could have been. But it ended up being great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could have been. I mean, it's like them. It's like Argo. When you watch Argo, you're like, this is kind of like Star Wars. Yeah. When you sh- sh- they show them setting up the fake movie and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is, this is kind of probably what Star Wars was with just a terrible script. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. Well, I mean, obviously, Argo is a ripoff of Star Wars, <laughs> fictionally. But you know what I mean. Yeah. But they did it. Yeah. I mean, Darth Vader, I think I had to keep him on the list. Had to keep him on. Yeah. I, I, I understand. All right. Who else you got? Oh, that was my list. That was it. Well, I just did five. Well, I have a whole bunch, so give I kind of want. Give me another good one. Um, Jack Torrance in The Shining. Oh yeah, he's a great villain. But is he the villain or is the house the villain? I would say the house is the villain. The, the house, spirits in the house are the villains. Yeah. So, but I mean, he, Jack Torrance is the projection of the villain or the puppet of the villain. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he he's kind of the villain too at the same time. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, it's I like I wouldn't. That's why because I, I, I love The Shining. It's one of my all time favorite movies. But I didn't put him on the list because it's like. Is he the villain or the house? I would say he's an antihero. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have Hannibal Lecter in my backup. I got Agent Smith <laughs> in my in my backup. Go. Amazing evil character. Love him. Um, I got Gollum from Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. as a villain, but also Sauron, mm-hmm. the Eye, as a villain. I didn't have Sauron because he doesn't do anything. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> what does he do? Uh, he, just, thing he, does. he looks around. I yeah, that, that was on that was on all the lists. I looked down. I'm like, the guy doesn't do anything. Yeah. Goddamn thing in all the movies except die. Well, I mean, he created the, all the the orcs. Yeah, they had the backstory, but like, come on. It's kind of a, yeah. All right, Commodus from Gladiator. Commodus. Oh, I almost put him on. Commodus from Gladiator. Commodus is I a love great, watching great character. Joaquin Phoenix. I think that's m- probably my favorite Joaquin Phoenix role. Probably that. Or, I mean. Well, it's hard to pick my favorite role for him, but I love him as Commodus. Me too. I, I, he's fantastic, and the way he plays it is perfect. You can't help but despise him in every single scene. And there's nothing good about him at all. He nothing good. He doesn't have an ounce of goodness in him. Commodus is not a moral man. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> You've known this since you were young. All right. Um, John Doe from Seven. I almost put him on. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was an amazing character. And Kevin Spacey did a great job. Yeah, that's... that's uh, he was fantastic in that, and um, it was a shocking character. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's a shocking movie. And he's only, you, he doesn't show up until what, n- like 90 minutes into the movie? No, not that long. It's pretty, it's maybe maybe an hour, maybe. Because mm. he, he doesn't show up until, in terms of seeing his face, yeah, after right. he breaks in Brad Pitt's station. arm. In the police station. So it's, it's like a few, it's literally like five minutes after that. But like, it, that, first of all, that movie's amazing, but when... After they have that awesome chase and with uh, Brad Pitt chasing him, which is it was it's such a good chase the way he shot it, but then um, I remember it's so intense when the police are in his apartment going through everything and like you're seeing like we don't the whole hour and a half of preceding this you're like who is this cat who is this person doing all this shit, mm-hmm. um, and it's like it turns out to be worse than anyone can even imagine mm-hmm. like what this person is yeah like the way this person lives their life it was like disturbing to see like his home that he built for himself and yeah. what he had in it like the worst possible serial killer you could ever imagine in yeah. your life horrible horrible all right uh frank costello and the departed oh yeah i love frank costello he's, i fucking love that role. so good in that movie he's hilarious he, he's he got an oscar nomination for it's that too bad it's one Under, of his underrated one of his best performances yeah bill and kill bill oh yeah yeah pretty good villain good, i think because he's so likable yeah Voldemort and Harry Potter. Yeah. But I didn't pick Voldemort because there's seven books about That's it. That's why I didn't pick him either. You know, I mean, yeah, maybe like Anton Chigurh is based off a book, but like 
when you have seven pieces of material based yeah, on the I guy, I didn't want to pick him because there's seven movies. Out. It, there's it, eight movies. Yeah, out. it's like, hard to. There's, yeah, there's so many movies. Yeah, but he's he's one of my favorite villains just in fiction. All right, in general, another Kevin Spacey character, Kaiser Soze. Oh yeah, pretty good choice, I think. Oh, you're gonna love this one, Max Cady. Oh, I, ha- I almost had him. Max Cady. Counselor. Counselor. From, um, what's it called? Cape Fear. Oh, Cape Fear. Counselor. Scorsese. You should watch that tonight. Such a good villain. Such a good villain. Um, and here's a, here's a surprising one. I, I had to get a woman in. All right. Amy Dunn from Gone Girl. Oh, and she's crazy. Yeah. Love her. She's, she's crazy. Such a good character. She, like, um, master manipulator. Yeah. I've seen Gone Girl like nine times. It's a great movie. I love that movie, and she's like... It's a perfect movie. She's so good in it. She's fantastic in it. Perfectly cast. Yeah. Like, Ben's perfectly cast in that movie, too. Yeah. Well, Ben was perfectly cast because he already has that, like, that persona with the press. The tumultuous life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why, like, he was like an extension of himself. Where a lot of people hate him and a lot of people love him. Exactly. Like, he was a polarizing figure for a while. Cause he was going through some shit back then. That was like that was like he's six, seven years shit, ago. And then he also had like a bad, bad string of movies. Yeah. And people were like, Ben Affleck is done. Yeah. So um, you're right. Yeah, that kind of like brought him back. Yeah. Cause he was he was like he was shifted to directing. And he's, what brought him back was the town, I think. Yeah. When he, but I mean, he directed Gone Girl, which is brilliant. Gone Baby Gone. I mean, Gone Gone Baby Gone. <laughs> we're talking about Gone Girl. Gone Baby Gone. <laughs> Yeah, but I was I, looking at you like, yeah, Gone Girl, <laughs> asshole. Did but, you not see that? <laughs> but I mean the town because he acted it, and it was like, oh, people were like, oh, Ben Affleck is It's good. cool again. Yeah, he's cool again. And, and then Gone Girl solidified him because uh, it was a big movie. It was a Fincher movie. And it's like if Fincher casts you, it was a big deal. Yeah, he's great in it. You know what I mean? Man. But yeah, him and Roseman were great. She's, she was such a good villain. That was, that's a good – I considered her um, – but um, she's yeah, she's a brilliant villain. I love her villain, her character because yeah, what she's doing is horrible to him, and it sucks. And when you finally find out that she's really the villain, yeah. and she's setting him up like this just because she's not happy, mm-hmm. and then you like you think like yeah, all right, well she's just crazy, but then she finally kills uh, Neil Patrick Harris in it, and oh. you're like holy fucking shit, yeah. this woman that is, is such evil. A scene. Like out of nowhere, no hesitation, plans this horrible murder framing in the middle of sex. Yeah, it's. Crazy. <laughs> uh, there are a few things that shock you. Seen Neil Patrick Harris bleed out all over the bed, like everywhere. No, like she didn't care at all. So you, and then the ending shot when you see in her eyes how nuts she is, and like the last like five minutes when they're like doing normal things, mm. and like she's like kiss my cheek, and he's like. But you know what? The the interesting part about that ending is um. In the first shot of the movie is when she's lying on his stomach and then she looks back at him and she gives him like this fierce look and then she like goes back to sleep and then they he um duplicates that shot at the end mm-hmm. same thing she's lying back and then she looks and smiles at him but it's like that evil look no no so what happened is like they know each other now they they never really knew each other mm-hmm. like deep down who they the other person was and then by the end it's like we both really know who each other is and we're together now. So maybe it's actually like the relationship is going to be better now. And the you voiceover I mean? is Ben going, what have we done? I think, I think that's what he says. What have we done? Something like that. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. But I think I, I, when I look at that movie, I'm like, they're probably gonna have a better marriage from that point on than they did before that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Cause the, cause the, they, they were driving each other crazy. And now they're pregnant. Yeah. So he's going to stay for the baby. But now it's like, she's not hiding how she really feels like she can finally be honest. And then, he can be honest because, mm-hmm. like, 
before they were both hiding things from each other and like mm-hmm. how unhappy both of them made each other. So now like they're their true selves finally. So now they can live happily ever after. That's a good point. That's how I look at that. That's a good point. Yeah. And I, one more I think villain is I, I love is Tyler Durden. I don't think maybe a lot of people consider him as a villain, but I think he's a villain. He's a villain. Yeah. I'd say he's the villain. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love that movie so much. And he's just an interesting guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, technically he's not Tyler Durden, but <laughs> even he, though he's fake. Brad Pitt played it as like the the kind of person like so many men want to be like. Well, that's what they say in the film. Oh yeah. And then the yeah. hotel room, he's like, he's like, I look how you want to oh, yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. I fuck like you want to fuck. Yeah. So man. Such a cool guy. I think everyone wishes they were Tyler Durden when they're like twenty three. Like, oh, I wish I was that cool. Oh yeah, there's there's definitely the idolization of that character, especially when you're younger. Yeah, but you don't sure. realize he's a villain really for a while, and then maybe at the end, people probably don't even think he's a villain. Mm. But he really is. Basically, he's the villain, but he he. But it's not like it's like Edward Norton is the villain. It's like this other part of his psyche is the villain that's mm-hmm. like destroying, trying to bring down him, you know, and destroy him. And take over, mm-hmm. and that, that movie's been copied so many times. Yeah, where the you're crazy, but it's not really you; it's someone else in your head. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. Man. Yeah, that's all I got. That was my list. I unless, some more. unless you can think, but of I like the. Uh, I almost put Max Cady in. That's one of my favorite De Niro performances. Yeah, he's and not so many great. people have seen it. Yeah, like he's uh, when he's smoking those cigars. He's nuts in that movie. He's nuts, but he's smart. And like you can still look up like the the wardrobe shots they took or the set photos of him like in, in like with the war, with the tattoos and everything he's mm-hmm. all ripped up and he's tatted up with the long hair mm-hmm. man so cool so good yeah that's he he's terrifying in that movie mm-hmm. and the fact that he's just he he always knows what Nick Nolte's gonna do and where he's gonna go and like no matter what he's just no matter what Nick Nolte does it uh. It uh, works out in Max Cady's um, in for- fortune. Mm-hmm. Like when, like when Nick Nolte hires those guys to beat the shit out of him, Cady beats this shit out of them, mm-hmm. and then he sues Nick Nolte. <laughs> it's it's like crazy. Like the villain who's trying to destroy this guy's life is suing him <laughs> for bodily harm. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Would you consider Apollo Creed a villain in the first one? Um. I'd say it's in the first Rocky. I I'd say I'd say he's the antagonist, but I don't think he's, he's not a villain. I, don't yeah. think, I wouldn't say he's a villain. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like there yeah. there's a boxing match. Like there's he's not a bad guy. It's more of a, I'd say he's just an opponent. Yeah. You know yeah, you're mean? right. Yeah. But like, uh, what's his name from Rocky Four? Is the villain? Khal Drago. Yeah, he's yeah. a villain. He's an asshole. And I think Mister uh, Mister T in number three is the villain. Did you see what they did with Khal Drago in Apollo Two in Creed Two? It, no. So bad. It's terrible. I watched 15 minutes of Creed 2 and I couldn't I didn't turn it off I thought I didn't watch it because I was like why are they bringing back the drug the Dragos like, I thought it was an interesting idea but they all they focus on is Creed but like Khal Drago's son is the most interesting character in the movie mm-hmm. like he was like an interesting guy like his character is interesting because he's just been brought up to fight he kind of reminded me of um, that uh, that movie about the the guy who has the cow farm with the steroids? What is it called? Like the the form movie? Oh, with um, Matthias Schoenhardt. Yeah. Um, bull something bull bull bullhead or bullhead. Yeah, bullhead. Yeah, bullhead. He reminded me of him and just like this like misunderstood, just like lived like grew up from nothing, mm-hmm. just a fighter. Yeah, because what Carl Drago was probably like uh, everybody despised him in Russia. Yeah. After what happened. Yeah. So, but he'd been he training his son. 
But his son was the most interesting part of the movie, and they didn't even create like go with the storyline with him. It was just like Creed with his wife and like mm-hmm. Creed doing this and that. Which I understand Creed's the main character, but like I would they could have gone a cooler direction with uh, Drago's storyline. But I didn't finish it. Maybe they should make it a Netflix series. Yeah, I like Creed a lot. I like yeah, that I movie love a Creed. lot. Creed's great. But I, Creed two, I didn't think it was good. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, different director and writer, so it makes sense. Yeah, I think Sly wrote it. That's probably why. I mean, I love Sly, but you know he's like seventy four. <laughs> I think he's, he's, he's eighty. Yeah. 